Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Storytime with the Mod Podcast, episode 45. Um, football is back. Since the last time I recorded an episode, football is back. Fuck the NFL, though. Um, not not the sport itself, but the NFL. Fuck them. Uh, we're going to get into that a little bit later. But college football is also back. Spent a lot of time the last couple weekends watching some good games. Um, and really just enjoying the sport because because that's what I tend to do. The the fall as it as we get out of the summer as, as much as I love the summer the one downside to the middle and end of the summer um, is that there's really no sports on. Once basketball goes off in in you know June, um, it's it's kind of just like because I fucking hate baseball, so it's it's just not much. So once September rolls around and we get football back, it's a beautiful thing. Um, starting the episode off this week, a little bit of a somber and sad note. Um, last week, the passing of Mac Miller, um, very sad situation, 26 years old, uh, rapper from Pittsburgh, a young man, obviously again at 26, um, and a dad of an apparent drug overdose. And it's just, it's sad. Cause this is another, I mean, this, this is. Um, another in the long line of, uh, we, we've had a few of these over the last couple of years of, of young artists, specifically young rappers, um, dying due to drugs and then just other people battling with the drugs and the different, you know, ailments and situations that have come along with that as far as people having seizures and being hospitalized, even the ones who didn't pass away, just being, you know, hospitalized and having seizures and all these different things. And it's really just, it's sad in the, in, I mean, it's sad on a lot of levels, you know, the music part and the, the entertainment part aside, the fact that there's just these young people that um, seem to just be drowning themselves in drugs and in some of these um, substances that just seem to be dominating the generation. And it's, it's, you know, a lot of people are pointing to, you know, depression and mental health and things like that. And, um, you know, Mac Miller had a lot of interviews and things like that where he talked about, you know, being happy and, and finding that happiness within himself. But it's just I don't even know what they really say about it. It's just a sad thing. Um, but I, but it always makes me think about just I've mentioned on this podcast quite a few times and, and I generally mention to people just in everyday life, you know, how important it is to just check on people um, and genuinely see how people are doing um, and. I like to think that, you know, the people in my life that I love and care about know that if they needed to talk or needed something that they could, that they could, if no one else, they could call me and I, and hell to anyone listening, really. I mean, even if I don't know you that well, it's, it's, it's not much to sit down and listen to somebody and, and I don't have to know you, you know, my whole life or, or be, have you be a person that's, that's close to me personally, um, to give somebody an ear if they need one. So, I mean, especially for the people that I love and care about, of course, I try to stay tuned in and, and um, in touch with what's going on with them and making sure that they're in the right place and right state of mind and everything. Cause, cause we all have things going on, you know, and it doesn't necessarily have to be one tragic or traumatic event that brings it out of people. A lot of times it's the accumulation of just little things, you know, over the course of a certain period of time and it builds up and that weighs on people. So, 
you know, I try to stay in tune and in touch with people. Um, but you know, to any, to anybody, if you, if you need to talk, if you need an ear, you know, shit, I'll listen. Um, cause the last thing I would want is for anybody to succumb to some of the things that these, these other folks unfortunately have. So, you know, it's a sad situation. Uh, rest in peace to Mac Miller. I honestly wasn't necessarily, necessarily the, the biggest fan of his music in the sense that I didn't hear a lot of it. Um, I heard songs here and there, and he had one particular album a couple of years ago that I really liked. Um, but I, I just, from everything I observed, he seemed to be a well-liked guy, seemed to be just a cool guy. So, um, and either way, I would never, you know, wish wish that, that ending on anybody. But, um, you know, rest in peace to him. Hopefully people's eyes start to get open, you know, about, the substance abuse and the drugs and the pills and the lean and all these different things. And we start to find better ways to cope um, with the things that we're dealing with. And, and I, and I say that even as a person that, you know, I go out on the weekends and I have my drinks, I have good time and things like that, but I try to be cognizant of, of not ever using that as a coping mechanism for anything that I'm going through, anything that I'm dealing with or using it as a crutch of any sorts. Um, not that that excuses it in any way, but you know, I just think there's there's healthier ways to deal with that. And, you know, don't be afraid to ask for it, I guess. I, so I, I'm going to try to wrap, wrap that up. I don't want to get in the therapist mode, but the shit is just it's just sad. It's crazy. Um, Moving on, the, ne- the next biggest thing in the news, and really, really actually the thing that's dominated the news over the last two weeks, um, my man Colin Kaepernick, and I'm sure at this point everyone's seen and heard, um, but my man Colin Kaepernick and the deal that he did with Nike, or actually it wasn't even a deal that he did because he already had his deal with Nike since 2011, um, but the campaign that Nike has put out, the 30-year anniversary of the Just Do It campaign and selecting Colin Kaepernick to be the face of it. Um, let me first address something that I've heard quite a bit over the last couple of weeks. And that's speaking to the fact that Nike did the deal solely for financial purposes. Um, yes, I'm sure they did. And here's the thing. Nike as a, as a company, um, as a corporation, is going to do anything they do. They're going to do it um, with some financial gain in mind. That does not mean, though, that them standing beside him and them putting him as the face of their campaign is the only benefit to come of it. And the reason why I say this is because I believe Colin Kaepernick um, to be far too intelligent, far too savvy, far too smart of a guy to sit down at the table um, with Nike when this was being pitched to him. Because I'm sure there had to be a fair amount of discussion um, around this before he agreed to it. But I find him to be far too savvy and far too intelligent of a guy um, and far too for the cause that he would sit down um, and agree to something that would take him out of his character or would put his image in the light that he didn't want it to be in or would jeopardize what he's worked so hard to build up. So though I, I, I understand fully that Nike as a corporation is going to make this decision and make this move with some financial gain in mind. But Colin also is is using them for, for something, using them for their platform, using them to get his message out further than it was getting, using them to get his name back in the circulation and news and in discussion. So I, I personally don't have a problem with Nike 
quote unquote using him because Colin is going to use them as well. Um, not to mention the money that he's going to make, which then goes back into funding the different initiatives and the different programs that he has. So, you know, I'm not going to sit here and necessarily um, give Nike the highest praises of all praises they could be given, but I do respect the move, um, even if they did it with financial gain in mind, because it's still a brave and bold move to stand by a guy that's been ostracized so much um, and that so many people have so much unfounded hatred for um, and they had to know that there was going to be some backlash against them, which we all saw in the form of people's dumbasses burning sneakers and shit like that. But um, it's a it's a win win situation for both parties, in my opinion. And as long as Colin is winning in some respect and I'm cool with it. And again, I find him to be far too savvy and intelligent of a guy to make a deal um, on a campaign that wasn't going to serve him well in some form or fashion. So I'm all for it. I also respected though that Nike as a part of the a part of that campaign, Colin was the face of it, but they also featured um Serena Williams. Uh there was billboards about, you know, girls from Compton don't just don't just play tennis, they dominate. And Nike has done a lot in the last couple of weeks to support Serena with um, you know, some of the things with the cat suit, the whole cat suit incident and the the French Open trying to outlaw it or the US Open, whichever one it was trying to outlaw the cat suit and Nike coming out and supporting her on that. Um, then supporting her with the campaign and a strong message there. Then they also um, featured Shaquem Griffin, I think is his name. I think that's how you say it. Um, who is the linebacker who now plays for the Seattle Seahawks, who has one hand, came from the University of Central Florida um, as a rookie, going to be starting for the Seahawks. Um, and they, they feature him in the campaign as well which is, again, another strong move supporting somebody who's, you know, a great model of, of hard work and, and pushing yourself and, and not letting any obstacles get in your way. Um, also feature Odell Beckham. I'm just going to mention him because he's the fourth one in it. Uh, and no disrespect to him, but of, of the four, you know, I think he, his story and his uh, – He's a little less compelling than the others, but no disrespect to him. It, it was still a good campaign with him as well. So, I mean, I think I think Nike did a good job of, you know, thinking through what they wanted to do and executing it at a high level. Um, and I saw so it was interesting, too, because the first day the campaign was released, um, the, the, the Nike stock dipped slightly, like not not very much, but it took a little dip. And it was funny watching everybody react and, and think that them releasing this thing with Colin was the reason why it dipped, because um, then less than a week later, they showed that online sales for Nike went up 31%. And then I saw earlier today, um, today being September 13th, I saw earlier today that the Nike stock price is back up to the highest it's been. Um, I, you, someone can fact check this, but I want to say that the, the headline I saw was that the stock price was the highest it's been in history. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. You see, you see what it is. And the people that support Colin are going to continue to support Colin. The people who hate Colin, even even if I think it's, um, it's it's not you don't have any really grounds to stand on to hate him. But if you do, you're going to, and and there's really not going to be a lot that that anyone is going to be able to say or do to change that. But um, shout out to him and everything he's doing. Also worth mentioning that um, last week on his website he put out um, Kaepernick jerseys of his own, and they sold out. Immediately, I mean, the things flew off the flew off the charts um, and all that money he's using to support his your rights camp 
um, that he, he's been had going for a few years now. So all major respect to Colin. I've talked about him a ton on this podcast. Um, still all the respect in the world for that gentleman. And um, hopefully he continues to just kill shit. Um, couple other things I wanted to touch on real quick. I was going to keep this episode pretty short. But Ozark on Netflix season two, fucking crazy. I'm not going to talk too much about it because I'm scared that I'll spoil it. Um, but all I'm going to say is season two is much more gangster, much darker than season one. And season one was dope as shit. Um, Marty is is creeping into Walter White territory. If you know who Walter White is, if you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. Um, my favorite character, the guy Buddy, is just super fucking OG. Just love that guy. Um, I can't wait for fucking season three. The problem I always have with shows like this on Netflix is I bum rush through that shit so fast, then I gotta wait for however long, damn near a year, if not longer, um, till the next season. So that's what I'm on right now. Luckily, I got football and then basketball coming shortly to hold me over. But Ozark season two shit is crazy. Um, And then the last thing I wanted to touch on just real quick. And again, intentionally keeping this podcast episode a little short because I'm going to go switch. I'm switching. I'm switching my recording schedule one to be more consistent. And I'm going to start recording on Monday nights and releasing on Tuesday mornings. Um, So it's Thursday night right now. So I'm going to I'm going to turn the next episode around kind of quick. And I don't want to beat y'all over the heads, but, but, um, I, somebody asked me about doing a solo, doing a podcast solo, because most of the podcasts they said that they listen to are at least duos. Um, and they thought that they, their question to me was, was it difficult to do a podcast solo because you don't really have anybody to bounce ideas off of and kind of the conversation doesn't go back and forth. It's just a, a monologue, obviously of me just talking and my response was kind of one, I started out doing a podcast solo for a very specific reason because I was telling stories um, and I felt like that was the best format for me to do that. Um, I personally don't have any issue, you know, doing it solo because I think I can carry it that way. But I, I kind of wanted to throw the question out there to y'all who listen and see what y'all think. First of all, if y'all think a co-host would uh, benefit me in the podcast. And then second, if you if you do think it would. What type of person or who, even if you had a specific person in mind, what type of person do you think would fit well with me and what I do? So um, on that note, I'm going to keep it short and sweet and leave y'all with that question and y'all can holler at me and let me know. But, you know, hopefully y'all enjoyed listening to this as much as I enjoyed doing this shit. And until Tuesday morning, uh, y'all stay exquisite, beloved.